morning, all saints. Today I'm reading from 1 Corinthians 3, verses 1 to 9. Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not yet ready for it. Indeed, you're still not ready. You're still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarrelling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not mere human beings? What after all is Apollos? And what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe, as the Lord has assigned to each his task. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labour. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. I have a five-year-old who this week lost her first tooth. And it has been a long time coming. As far as she could tell, everyone else had already lost one and she was desperate for it to be her turn. So there was cause for great celebration because it's a sign of growing up, of getting older, maturing. And we like to feel mature, or at least we used to. In this passage, I've always thought that Paul was a wee bit harsh to the Corinthian Christians, calling them babies, infantile. And also maybe he was saying that if you'd been a Christian for a long time, you're automatically better or more mature than those who are recent converts. But in the context of the other chapters that we've been looking at, and especially Rachel's passage from yesterday, we can see that Paul's really talking about living in spirit, our relationship with the spirit, not the time since our conversion. In the message interpretation of these verses, it says in verse three, as long as you grab for what makes you feel good or makes you look important, are you really much different than a babe at the breast, content only when everything's going your way? Ouch, Paul. But also, wow, this rings a few bells. Quarrelling, envy and jealousy, grabbing for what makes me feel good or look important. I've been a Christian for a really long time and I sadly recognise the signs, these signs of the world in my life. And this is one of the reasons we might choose to give up something for Lent. It's not that God wants us to suffer or to deprive ourselves. But part of living in the spirit rather than in the flesh is a retraining of our minds and our desires. I have to tell you, I was so loath to give up chocolate and sugary treats this Lent, this year. I mean, come on, we are in lockdown in a global pandemic. These things have been my comfort and my rewards in this whole season. I have eaten a lot. 
But that's the point. I want my heart to reach for him when I'm low or when I'm bored, when I'm hurting or when I'm looking for comfort or delight or joy. Not for something that won't really satisfy or won't last for very long. In these verses, Paul also continues his real main theme of 1 Corinthians, is unity. Thankfully, we no longer have an Apollos versus Paul debate raging on in the church today. Few. But are there other disagreements that we give too much energy to that become divisive in the wider church and even in our own church body? Different teachers, different worship styles, different views on hot topics. Paul's response is to remind us what really matters, not how we got saved, not who teaches us, but only God who makes things grow. And praise the Lord, he's still growing us. It really reminds me of one of my favourite verses in the Bible in Philippians 1 verse 6. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. We are works in progress. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray. Thank you, God, that you are not done with us yet. That you're growing us, training us, drawing us closer to you, filling us fresh with your spirit. And that you have so much grace for us whenever we get it wrong again and again. Thank you. Show me today, God, where my worldly ways lead to quarrelling or to jealousy and envy. And when I'm tempted to reach for something just to give me some comfort and joy, will you remind me that what I really need is you? I want to reach out for you today, God. Amen. Amen.